Today's Mesila Isharim was dedicated for the Hatzlacha of Esther Ba'yafa and for the Hatzlacha of Yitzchak ben Aharon Hayim. In the Zichut of the Limud HaTorah de Rabbim and the Zichut of the Tzedakah and the Hachzokas HaTorah that should be Zoycher to Hatzlacha B'chol Ma'aseh Yedehem. Amen. Okay. So for the last couple of weeks we have been in the sugya of Ahavat Hashem. Even though the main chapter that we're learning is Bir Chelke HaChasidus, but one of the big parts of Chasidus is Avas Hashem. And of course we mentioned quite a few times that we have a Chiyuv De Oraita to develop the Avas Hashem. And we mentioned throughout the time Various methods that the Rishonim spoke about. For example, you have the Rambam. And the Rambam discusses how HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though he's infinite, and it's impossible to fathom HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore if it's impossible to fathom him, how could you love him? You have to know him to love him. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu did something which was he created a world. This in Kabbalah is called Tzimtzum. I don't want to get too into these fancy things, but the point is that he created a, a world where he revealed his Chochmah, some of his Chochmah, and his kindness, and his Gevura, and by he gave us something to identify him with, and that is the world. The world is a way of identifying to Hashem. And therefore... That's our yachas and our connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through studying the Bria and connecting with him with what he revealed to us through the creation. That's the Rambam. You have the other Rishonim, you have different Rishonim, you have the Smag. He says that you have to focus on the relationship that Hashem has with you, meaning the chasodim that Hashem does for you. So by, it's not a point of Hakar Satoy, we're talking about Ava here, but the point is, how do I recognize him? How do I know him? I know him by how he deals with me, so I get to know him. Again, Ava is knowing him. The first step of Ava, ah, Masnaton, the first step of loving someone is to know that person, correct? You have to know them and you have to connect. So how am I supposed to know Hashem, right? So when the Rambam says study the Bria, study the creation of the world, that will get, you get to know Hashem, and when you get to know Hashem, then you can come to love Him, right? So when the Smag, who's one of the Rishonim, says that you have to focus on the kindness that Hashem does for you, he's not referring to the mitzvah of Hakar Satoiv. He's referring to understanding Hashem, to know Hashem in your world. How do you know Hashem in your world? Is what He does for you personally. And that's a way of knowing Him. Rabbeinu Yoyne in Masechtis Ovis says both those points regarding Avas Hashem is to think about the uniqueness Hashem, the Yichud Hashem, the Gvuris Hashem, the Nefloyas Hashem, meaning study the Bria, study you see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chochmah is a different Sug Chochmah than normal people. Right? All that kind of stuff. So all very, very 
important methods to use to come to Avas Hashem, which is a chiv deraisa to have Avas Hashem. You have a maharal's derech, which is a little higher level derech, where he's building the concept of Avas Hashem around the concept of emuna of einoid milvadoi. You know what that is, maslaton, einoid milvadoi? It means that we, our existence is dependent solely and completely on Hashem. We are what we call a nitval. We are a nivra, right? So since He's uh, willing us into existence every moment, and everything we have is through Him, so you kind of feel like you're part of Him. It's a deep concept. But again, another method of working avas Hashem. Okay? But in the last two days, we see another facet, which is a very important amkis, which I'm going to try to bring out. We were talking about kanoyus. So your grandpa, he was a big kanoy. You know what a kanoy means? Kanoy still stands up for the honor of Hashem. You got it? And he's goes against all those that are mechalel Hashem. Oh, Ezra, I tried to call you. Your phone was off. He tries to be mechalel Hashem. They are soine Hashem. They have anti-Hashem, right? So the kanoy feels compelled to stand up for the honor of one he loves, right? But we tried to find a way how to how to have a shaykhist to that madrega, right? Kanoi, you know what a kanoi is? Kanoi is a person who loves Hashem passionately. And just like if a person would come and speak against your father or try to attack your father, your instincts would come in because of your love to your father and you will protect him. If somebody attacks your child, your instincts of love towards your child will make you protect him, right? So to that same degree, a person has to feel that closeness to Hashem that he cannot stomach or handle anything that's desecrating Hashem's name, right? That's a very high level. But there's a first step to that level, which is a very important step. It says in Tehillim, Ohave Hashem, those that love Hashem, sinura, will hate evil. I want to try to explain this, okay? Ohave Hashem, if you love Hashem, sinura, you're going to hate evil. Okay? Which means, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the epitome of goodness. Okay? We're not talking about the Chochmah of Hashem now. We're not talking about the Gevura of Hashem now. We're not talking about the Nefloyus of Hashem now. We are not talking about the Chesed of Hashem per se. We're talking about goodness. What's mean goodness? Anybody know what goodness means? What does Toiv and Ra mean? Anybody have a concept? Huh? Anybody want to try? Toiv is the representation of all the most beautiful midot you could ever think of. Toiv means a guy is anav, he's humble, he's giving, he's tolerant. All the good midot. So if you have a guy that you know who embodies in his day-to-day life all the good midot. He's nice, he's caring, he's humble, he's loving, 
he's generous, all the good midah, that's a person that's tov. You got it? What's ra? Ra is the epitome of bad midot. Tenacious, haughty, self-centered, narcissistic, all that other kind of stuff. Show off, lack of tzniyas, chutzpah, azus, right? You got that? So tov and ra is represented in this world by what? The perfection of midot versus the opposite. You got it? Toiv So, Hashem is the epitome of Toiv. If you study the Yud Gimu Midot of Rachamim, and you study the different attributes of Hashem and Hanhagen the Bria, you're going to see Hashem is a Tzadik, Yashar, Ne'eman, everything. You follow? That's Hashem. Got that? That's Toiv. So if you're Ohave Hashem, if you love Hashem, what does it mean you love Hashem? It means us as people. I'm telling you deep things here, Master. As you too. Everybody here. Not just you two. But, you listening to me? A person by us, naturally, we want to be good. We respect goodness. We can identify with goodness. And we want to connect with good people. That's a natural thing. So if, we see Hashem as the ultimate of toiv that makes us want to love Hashem and connect with Him. We have that, just like if we see a good guy, we want to become close with Him. That's a natural thing by us. So a very big way of creating Avas Hashem by a person, with Hashem, the Sefer Ikrim writes, that since Hashem is the toiv the Enloi Shumra, that makes you want to connect with him, right? So if you get to the level that you ohev Hashem, that means ultimately you're sonera. Because ava and sin is a very deep thing. Ava is not only the way we see ava like a passion of love. Ava means a connection with something that's the same as you. You understand? If you identify with yourself, the real self, what's your real self? Your real self is in the Shama. Your real self is goodness, right? The bad things you do is like the HR confused you, but that's not the real you, right? So if you identify with the real you, then Hashem and you have a connection. You're the same. You have similarities. Follow? Oyave Hashem. Because you have similarities. If you, you see yourself, if you identify yourself as your Neshama, which is the true self, then you could have a connection with the Rabbi Shalala. You got it? But, just like when you have people that are so different than you, why can't you get along with a non-Jew? A good Jew, why can't you get along with a non-Jew? He's so different than you. His thinking, his midas, his approach, his philosophy, he's just so different than you. Right? Like Rabbi Yerucham says a line somewhere. It's a very deep line, because everything Rabbi Yerucham says is deep. He says that human beings that are the most different from each other, the most different from each other, still love each other more than a man could love an animal, even though it's his pet dog. That means that an animal is a different mahus, so it's not real ava. It's not shy to have real ava, because it's a different mahus. It's a different metzies. 
You can't connect. You understand? So technically, superficially speaking, Rabotai, in this light, we and Hashem can't have Ava. He's God, and we're a created human being. So how do we have Ava? There's a point of similarity. What's the point of similarity? The point of similarity is that, believe it or not, Gabby, you have a chelek eloikai nimal inside of you. You have a piece of Hashem inside of you. And that is the makor of goodness. The reason why you have compassion is because you have a piece of Hashem in you. The reason why you have shaykhs to humility is because you have a piece of Hashem in you. The reason why you have shaykhs to generosity is because you have a piece of Hashem in you. So if you could identify with that within yourself, and you could identify that with by Hashem, then you have a connection. That's called Ohave Hashem. But automatically it's Sinura. Because now you and Ra are two different Matthias. You can't connect with that. Oyave Hashem, Sinura. You got it? So the first rung on the ladder of Kanoyis is that you have to be a person who's signing Ra. You follow? You have to be Oyave Hashem, Sinura. So, Here's where the work begins. We can't say when I become a big giant tzaddik and I know kola terikula and I already did so many big things in my life. Now, Rabbi, you can talk to me about kanoyis. No, 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 no. I can talk to you about kanoyis now. It doesn't mean that you could be a kanoy now. It doesn't mean that you're going to be l'shem shemayim when you stick up for Hashem now. Not so simple. But you can begin the first step of kanoyis. The first step of Kanoyis is to identify who the real you is. And the good midas that you have, which is coming from the Chelek al The first step of Kanoyis is to start realizing and studying about Hashem. And seeing that Hashem is the epitome of goodness. And how you can have a connection with Him. You can begin the Oyave Hashem part. When you get to the level of Oyave Hashem, then the result will be Sinura. And then the bigger step of Sinura would be Kanois. But you could start the process today, for sure. You could use all these different Aitzes that we got from the Rishonim. All of them. See, this I want to tell you something very important, Rabotai. You can learn Musa from today to the end of your life straight. 12 hours a day. But if it's only a Chochmah, if it's only a facet of wisdom, then you will not change. You have to do something. The problem is we learn a little bit, and then it goes in our brain, and we move on in life. You know what vicarious goal fulfillment means? Does anybody know that? It's a psychological thing. I'll give you a marshal, okay? Let's say, for some odd reason, you're overweight. You're a yeshiva guy, and for some odd reason, you're overweight, okay? Good yeshiva guys are overweight, because they only sit by the Gemara all day, right? extent of the exercise is to get the Gemara from the shelf and bring it to the table. Good. So now you say, I am going to be healthy and lose weight and be on a diet. So now you're with your friends and you went to a restaurant. Uh-huh. But now there's a lot of good food in the restaurant. But if you order a salad with your food and a diet Coke, you think that you fulfilled the mission of being healthy. It's a vicarious goal fulfillment. 
Okay, so this is a very deep topic where the person could confuse himself that he already achieved his goal, even though he didn't do anything. So for example, speaking about chesed and giving speeches about it and whoa, blah, 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 a person can feel like he fulfilled his goal of being a bal chesed even though he didn't do nothing. You understand? That's why it says in Chazal, you ever heard this Chazal? That you have to be Omer Me'at, speak a little bit, Va'ase Harbe. What's wrong with speaking a lot? Speak a lot. No, because if you're gonna be Omer Harbe, then you're gonna be Ase Me'at. Let me explain to you something. You wanna hear Amkis Rabbeisa? It says that Abraham Avinu, he spoke a little bit, did a lot. Ephron, he spoke a lot, he did a little. So we think it's like two separate things. He spoke a little bit, he did a lot. The other guy spoke a lot, did a little bit. No. Because he spoke a little, he did a lot. And because Ephron spoke a lot, he did a little. That's vicarious goal fulfillment. When you talk a lot, and you give speeches, and you plan, and you zog, and you think, Ah, I'm a tzaddik already. I don't have to do much. You follow? So we can't fall into that pitfall. You have to learn a subject. Chayav Adam. To learn a subject. If you don't learn about Avas Hashem, and you don't learn what it means, and, and how to do it, and how to acquire it, you ain't never going to do it. However, after all the learning, you need to make practice. Practice. If you don't practice, it, nothing happens. When you live in the oil of HaMaiser, True change only happens with Maisa. If you only, here's a deep thing, Rabbi side, deep lights on. You know, like they have those laugh lights for the people to laugh, you know, we have deep lights. Deep. Okay? If you only do Maisa, then you'll be a monkey. People do Maisa all day, they don't change. If you only do thinking and speaking, you don't change. You have to do both. You have to think, understand, know, and then it goes, trickles down into a doing. You're doing it on purpose to bring out the thing that you know. That's how you change. You know, there's a book from Rabbi Miller. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Share Oira. It's a two-volume safer. It was Vaden, you know, Vaden is Musafat, that he did with Yungalite from the Besa Talmud, Benzinus. And... My Rebbe, Rameya Hershkowitz, Zechat Tzadik, V'Kodosh Al-Brocha, was very much Meshabeach, this book. Very chosh of a sefer. But the key thing of the sefer is, he takes a vad, he gives a vad, and then at the end of the vad, he makes a uvda. You know what a uvda is, Gabi? Uvda is an exercise. You got it? So let's say he gave a whole vad in Avas Hashem, explained Avas Hashem. At the end of the vad, he says, okay, this week... This is what we're going to work on. Every day, we're going to find one Dvar Chochmo and the Bria that Hashem, whatever, something like that. Right? Uvda, exercises. Why exercises? Because that's the only way you change. Is what exercises. Maybe one day we should do that in this vibe. Maybe not every day, but at the end of a topic. Maybe to give some practical Uvda to do, because otherwise you don't change. You follow? So we have to begin. The truth is we have to begin the process of Oyave Hashem. In order to get to, once you get to Oyave Hashem, 
then you get the sinura. When you get the sinura, then you can get to the madrig of kanoyas. You follow? You happen? Okay. So that's where we got into yesterday. That was the last line that the Masil Zasharim said. I didn't have a chance to explain it yesterday. The last line of the topic, Masil Zasharim says, Ve'omer, Ohave Hashem sinura. Yeah? That's the last line. I just explained it now. Now we're going to start a paragraph which is very fundamental, which is going to segue into something that's a topic that's going to be Nogea for three weeks. Meaning, from Shiva Asabatamas until Tisha B'Av, we have a big work. The big work that we have is to mourn over the destruction of Esau Migdash, yearn for the redemption, right? Big work. It happens to be Siyat HaDashmaya that we're going to be learning about it in the Mesilas Yisharim coming up uh, like in a few paragraphs, okay? And the two or three paragraphs before that is going to be kind of like the segue into it. Okay, so we're starting something very important. So it's it's such a fundamental thing that it's one of the first questions they ask you when you pass on to the next world. You know when you pass on to everybody knows they're going to pass on to the next world, right? Most people are high. The Zoya says people live in Olam HaDimim, they think they're going to live forever. We will not. Okay? That's get out of the Dimim. Second thing, Dimim. You ready for Dimim, Ezra? Ready. In Olam HaEmes, they will ask you questions and cross-examine you. And you will, you meaning me too, we will be responsible to answer those questions truthfully. And there is schar and oinish. It's a real thing. You, you're the one. You meaning me, you, we're all responsible for ourselves. And it's something that we have to think about. From time to time. It would be better to think about it every day. But at least time to time. Okay? So, the first question they're going to ask you is, Tzipita li Yeshua. You know what that means? Did you wait impatiently for the redemption? Did you yearn for it? You understand? Did you mekayim the chiyuv of achak eloi? Bechol yoim sheyavoy. A marshal from the Chofetz Chaim. Imagine you have a person who's lying in bed, dying. Okay? They say that there is a doctor that could possibly save the life. They send someone to call him. And he's on his way. And then you're sitting there on pins and needles, watching the person. Their time is going down. We're dealing with seconds and minutes here, and you are mitzape for the doctor to come, right? Who is going to come at the nick of time and save the guy? Even if you hear like a, a, a footstep outside the door, you're already jumping, right? That's what we have to be mitzape Yeshua. That's a big level. It's a big level, but three weeks a year that becomes. Our big avoider. Yada? Big avoider. So, we have to prepare for it. So it happens to be that the Mesil Sashon we're learning 
is going to coincide with the topic. So it's very appropriate that we'll be able to make some preparation for that. So you got to be here every day and follow through. Consistency is the name of the game if you want to develop something because the point of the vad is not a quick schmooze. Boom, boom. It's about learning a subject. And learning a subject takes time. To develop the subject is very, very important, okay? So it's a little late today, so we're not going to start. But Belina, that tomorrow, we're going to start from the paragraph, I believe on your books, it's, I think, probably Kuflamid or Kuflamid Aleph. Kuflamid Aleph. Everybody be on time. Let's get this subject. So first we're going to do the step before, which you need to know, as the Hagdama, which is going to enter into the world, of the Avoida of Tzipisa Yeshua and Chorben Abayis. And then you will see there's one time in the Mesil Zizram once that he bavarns this point that he says, and you might think, who am I to do this big Avoida? And he gives you chizik while you are. But he doesn't say that in Zahiru, Zerizus, Nikiris, Prishus, Tyre. No. Over here. So this is a very important subject. Okay? And it's important for every person to do what he can according to his level. We'll stop here for today. Well,